Today's show, the business podcast, it gives you the business lessons you need to build the business you want. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of The $100 MBA. And in today's lesson, you will learn five businesses that you could start today. Yes, I'm talking about right now. These are five businesses that I know that no matter what budget you have, you can make it happen. If you have a laptop and an internet connection, you could do this. Now, the point of today's lesson is not only to give you some ideas of some businesses you could start, but also to break down that you don't need much to get started. My biggest regret in business is not getting started sooner. The sooner you get started, the more experience you're going to have, the better you're going to get as an entrepreneur. So the lesson of today is to get started, and here are five ways you can with no excuses. Many of these are businesses that I've done in the past, so I'll share with you some examples from those businesses. And I'm going to give you the exact introductions of how to get started with each one. So let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Today's episode of The $100 MBA Show is sponsored by HostGator. HostGator is your all-in-one website hosting solution. With HostGator, you get everything you need. You can set up your domain name, securities, backups. They even have a website builder with hundreds of templates for you to use. All that and 24-7 live support via phone, chat, or email. We've been using HostGator for years, and we recommend them. Get a 50% discount. I know, ridiculous. With this special link, just go to HostGator.com slash 100MBA. Again, that's HostGator.com slash 100MBA. Today's episode is also supported by Grasshopper. If you're an entrepreneur, a small business owner, even have a side gig, let me introduce you to Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Grasshopper lets you send and receive calls and texts from your new business phone number. That way you can run your business from anywhere and respond to clients quickly with Grasshopper's mobile apps. I think this is such a cool way to introduce phone support in your business. Be professional, responsive, and effective with Grasshopper. Get your business phone number today. Go to grasshopper.com slash MBA and get $20 off your first month. Again, that's grasshopper.com slash MBA. Get $20 off your first month. Before I jump into today's lesson, five businesses you could start today, I want to let you know that I have a very special, special announcement I want to share with you at the end of the episode. This is something I'm so excited to share with you something that means so much to me, and I think you're really going to love it. So hang on for that announcement. Okay, five businesses you could start right now. And I can say this because I've started these businesses. I know what it takes. And it's even easier now than it was when I started them. So let me start with business idea number one, a service agency. I ran a service agency for years. And actually, it was one of my favorite businesses because... One, my overhead was so low. My staff, my team, it's the person you're listening to right now. I worked from home and I fulfilled service-based jobs. Now, in my service-based business, I was designing and developing WordPress websites. I was also doing things like logo design. I was doing things like creating people's banners on Facebook and YouTube channels. I even did some business card designs as well. Now, did I go to graphic arts school? No, I did not. But it's something that I was okay at. I wasn't great at it. I was okay. But for the most part, my taste was better than my clients, so they appreciated it and paid for it. And you can start any kind of service-based business today. 
You could be a designer. You could be a developer. You could be a writer. You could be a voiceover artist. All these things you can do from the comfort of your home. You could develop packages that you could sell to your clients. I used to have different tiers of different kinds of websites that you could buy from me. And I had a simple three-page website. It was a homepage, a contact page, and a services page where it just basically detailed what I offered. Now, I know you're thinking, that's great, Omar, but how do I get clients? Well, it's going to require a little hustle, but it's not possible. I was doing this living in New York City, the most competitive place on the planet. But I got a lot of my clients outside of New York. You know, it's the internet. I can get clients around the world. I joined a lot of business discussion forums, Facebook groups, and just was really helpful there, giving people business advice, doing what they call a website breakdown where people would send their websites and I would critique it for them, tell them these are things I would change. And eventually they'd look me up, they would discover what my website is, and they'd say, hey, I love your services. And I was reasonably priced, so you know people would hit me up with uh, requests to buy some of my packages. But I also hit the streets. You can go to your local businesses around your area. There's still a whole lot of local businesses that don't have a website, that don't have a web presence, that need work on their social media pages. Maybe they need a new cover art. One of the techniques that really helped me is I actually did my research before I went to that local business, found out they don't have a web presence, whether it's a website or a Facebook page that looks great, and I would design it for them. I would do like a quick mock-up just in Photoshop or something, and then I would present it to them and say, hey, I noticed you don't have a web presence I'm a web developer. I have these services. Here is what your website would look like. Here is what your Facebook page could look like. And they'd be pretty shocked that I actually put in the work and do that. And they're like, wow, this looks great. I would love this. Now they can see what they're actually getting. And you can tell them, hey, this is what it costs. I can implement this for you. All I need is some details. And it's an easy sell. So having a service-based business is very low cost, but requires a lot of hustle. But you could do it. You can be a business owner really quickly. And you might be thinking, hey, what if I can't do any of these things? What if I am not a skilled designer or I don't know how to be a great voiceover actor and do voiceover you know, uh, samples or work for people? No problem. You can manage the process. You can find other talent that is willing to do it at a lower price and you make the difference. It's called arbitrage, right? Where you may charge you know, $100 for a logo, but you can you know, get that logo created for $40 and you make a profit of $60 in that transaction and you're getting paid basically to be the middle person. And there's plenty of sites like Fiverr or Upwork or Freelancer where you can get talent from around the world to do projects for you. Now, you might be thinking, hey, so why don't people just go to Freelancer or Fiverr or whatever? Yeah, there's plenty of people that go there directly, but there's a lot of people that don't know about them and don't want to go back and forth and deal with that hassle, they rather just have you do it. That's where the service and service-based business comes in. You get the point. You can get started with this right now. All right, business idea number two. And this is one of the oldest professions in the book. No, we're not talking about what you're thinking. We're talking about being an author. And writing a book today is so much easier than the past. Now with self-publishing. Amazon makes it so easy with their self-publishing platform with Kindle. You could basically publish a book and go through the whole process in a week. So if you have any ideas you want to put down on paper, figuratively, right? If you're an expert or you're not an expert, you just know something. You are uh, experienced in an area. You know, I don't think I'm an expert teacher, but I was a teacher for 13 years. And I have some experience in that area. I think I could write a book in that. 
and just share the things I've learned as a teacher. And I think a lot of the stuff I share in that book would be so helpful for new teachers because they haven't got started in that career yet. I'm a few steps ahead of them. So you don't have to be the expert to write a book. In fact, a lot of the times it's better for you not to be an expert because you're only, again, a few steps ahead of them. So you're relatable. You're not going over their head with your information, right? Now, a book doesn't have to be 500 pages long. It could be 100 pages. Heck, how about books that are like 80 pages, 60 pages? As long as the info is valuable, people will buy it. People will recommend it. People will review it. So all you need to write a book is a computer, really. You don't even need any kind of software. You can use uh, Google's Docs. If you have a Gmail account, which is free, you can use Google Docs and create a document and then convert that into the uh, Kindle format over on the Amazon system. You can even, with Amazon, uh, sell paperback books. They have a system where they'll print books as people order them. So you can be a published author in no time. Now, I know there's not a lot of money in books, but that's just the beginning. You could sell other types of services later on, whether it's speaking at an event, whether that's uh, coaching, you could be selling courses, things like that, and we'll talk about that in a bit. But being an author is a real profession these days. There's people that write books upon books upon books. Some people write a book every six months, and as they write more, as they have more books out there, the more popular they become, the more they sell from their old books because people find out about them from their new books and say, hey, does this author write any other books? I like this person's style. And with Amazon, they really give you a platform so you're, you're found. It's quite easy. And of course, you can build your own website and do your own content marketing to grow your audience. And you, know, you can you know, give away samples of the book, you know, whether it's the first couple chapters, to grow your email list. And then you can let them know how to buy the book or tell them about the next book you're going to be coming out with. You get the point. This is a great opportunity, a great way for you to start a business right now. Business idea number three that you can start immediately, and I just mentioned it a second ago, selling online courses. Now, this is going to require a little bit more work than writing a book, a little bit more time, but it's definitely doable. If you have a smartphone right now, you can definitely shoot a high-quality video course without investing in any kind of camera gear. Yes, you can get a fancy camera and a fancy mic, and you can do all that kind of stuff, but you don't have to. You don't even need to be on camera. You don't even need to use your phone or your camera if you don't want to. You can do a screen capturing type of video where you capture your computer screen, whether you're using PowerPoint slides or you are actually just showing a tutorial of how to use a uh, other piece of software or something like that. There's plenty of people that do tutorials on Photoshop, Sketch, how to use Basecamp, all that kind of stuff. And they're just using their mic over their screen, over what they're recording on their screen on their computer. Very simple. Now, a lot of people kind of think, oh, online courses, really, do people buy these things? Yes, it's a huge industry. And a lot of people think, well, there's YouTube. Why don't people just YouTube how to do things? Well, because a lot of people on YouTube do not know how to teach. It's not concise. They have to jump around from one video to another, do it like a treasure hunt to learn how to do something. Now, YouTube is great for one thing. Like, let's say, for example, how to tie a Windsor knot, like with a you know dress tie. But if I want to learn how to dress smart on a budget, I want a cohesive course. I want to get in and get out. I want to learn this thing uh, with some sort of time constraint. So ideally, I would love a 90-minute course on that topic. I'd pay 200 bucks for that. No problem. 
People pay $200 for a whole lot less. They pay $200 for a night out or they pay twice as much for a weekend away. Courses are incredibly valuable. They can change your life. They can really improve the quality of your life. And brevity is so important in our day and age. People want to learn something and just get on with their life. They don't want to be wasting their time going from one video to another in that distracting zone of YouTube where they're going to get distracted with some other video that is not on the topic that they want to learn. So courses are great. And you can you know, sell them very easily with all these great course platforms. There's Teachable. There's Teachery. You can do live courses if you want to do webinars. Shameless plug. You, know, you can use Webinar Ninja, for example, my software. <laughs> But it couldn't be easier. You really just got to get down and do the content. Again, you don't have to be an expert. You just need to be a few steps ahead. And it doesn't have to be long. In fact, the course, if it's short but it's impactful, people will love it and recommend it. All right, business idea number four, affiliate marketing. Now, unfortunately, there's a lot of people out there on the internet that have given affiliate marketing a bad name. Some people are using affiliate marketing as the same thing as multi-level marketing, MLM, and that's not the same thing. Affiliate marketing is recommending, reviewing a product, and then giving your affiliate link, whether it's on Amazon or somebody else's you know, platform or product, and you getting a commission for recommending sharing that product with your link. Now, there has been some legitimate seven-figure businesses in our space that has been built around affiliate marketing. One of them that comes to mind is Pat Flynn from Smart Passive Income. He publishes his income reports on his website, and you, you can see how much money he makes just off affiliate commission. Now, obviously, it's taken him years to get to that point with great content on his website, with a great podcast. He's done a lot for the community. But the point is he started somewhere. And I would definitely niche down when it comes to affiliate marketing. So if you love fishing, start a fishing blog. And you can start very simple by having an Amazon Associates account. And that's basically an account where you can use Amazon links and get paid commission when people buy things off Amazon using your link. So you could do reviews on fishing rods if you're into fishing or fishing gear or whatever it is, right? I've been reading a lot of blogs about how to learn the piano. This is something I really want to learn. I want to learn how to play the piano. And one of my first steps is buying my first keyboard, right? And there's lots of blog posts about what is the best keyboard to start with, what are the different you know, ranges of keyboards depending on your price preference or price range? So these people that have these blogs also do YouTube videos comparing the different keyboards. And there's one in particular that I really enjoyed their reviews. And they say, hey, thanks for reading my review. If you enjoyed it, click my affiliate link. They say, click my affiliate link. It's not going to cost you anything uh, when you buy from my affiliate link, but it's going to allow me to fund my business. And I'm happy to do that because they've helped me. So it could be in any niche. Now, obviously, the larger the purchase, the larger the amount of the product, the more money you're going to make because usually affiliate links or affiliate commission is a percentage of the sale. But volume also is something to consider. Now, Amazon Associates is kind of like the place to start or the most well-known affiliate program, but there's products out there around the world, so many products that have an affiliate program that you can join and you can review and you can recommend them. My only piece of advice is, you know, obviously you can't give great reviews for everything. You got to be opinionated. You actually got to be honest about your reviews. And most of the time, the things you're going to review are not black and white. Like, yes, this is great or this is horrible. It's usually like, hey, if these are your needs, then I would go with this one. But if these are your needs, I would go with this one. So all you really need is a simple website 
and some time to do your research. And of course, a publishing schedule, whether you're going to be writing blog posts or creating videos or whatever it is. You've got to make sure that you're publishing content so people can find you and click on your affiliate links. Guys, I got one more business idea you can start today. But before that, let me give love to today's sponsors. Today's episode of The $100 MBA Show is sponsored by HostGator. Expect more with their WordPress cloud hosting. This is the most affordable way to start your business website. You're going to get advanced security, superior support, and two and a half times faster than regular websites. Every HostGator plan comes with a free website builder with over 4,500 templates for you to choose from. They have a drag and drop build tool that makes it super simple for you to create an elegant looking website. Now, I know you're thinking this is going to cost me a fortune. No, HostGator is affordable. They love small businesses. They want to help people out. That's why they are sponsors of this show. And you can get started for as low as $5 a month with their 50% discount. That includes unmetered disk space and bandwidth unlimited email addresses, 24-7, 365 technical support, and a 45-day money-back guarantee. You cannot go wrong. Get started for as low as $5 a month. Just go to HostGator.com slash 100MBA. Again, that's HostGator.com slash 100MBA. Today's episode is also supported by Skillshare. I know you're looking to start or grow your own business. That's why you're listening to this podcast, whether it's a new tech startup or a side hustle or maybe just a passion project of yours that you've been wanting to do for some time. With over 3 million members and more than 17,000 classes, Skillshare is the Netflix for online learning. You can take classes in brand strategy, social media marketing, entrepreneurship, data analysis, and so much more. As you're building your business, you're going to need to learn as you go how to do things. This is where Skillshare has your back. Their classes are taught by industry experts like Seth Godin. One of my favorite classes on Skillshare is his Modern Marketing Workshop. Take classes in business planning, public speaking, email marketing, social media marketing, SEO, time management, productivity strategies. How to use Evernote. Hey, we talked about creating logos today. You can learn Adobe Photoshop or Illustrator or get a crash course in typography. It's all there in Skillshare. And Skillshare is giving listeners of The $100 MBA Show a one-month free trial of unlimited access to 17,000 classes. I'm a Skillshare member. I absolutely love the options that are there. The courses are great. Just go to Skillshare.com slash MBA show and start your free month today. Grab it while it lasts. So do that now. Skillshare.com slash MBA show. All right. One more great business idea. You can start right now. You can start today. And that's coaching or consulting. This is another business that I did for a very long time in the past where I opened up my time to coach people. I did group coaching. I did one-on-one coaching. And again, I wasn't really doing things very, very high level. I actually prefer to do things where I'm just trying to get people started, where I'm a few steps ahead of them. And I want to say, hey, these are the pitfalls I went through. You need to avoid these things. They would share you know, some of the challenges they're having, and I'll be like, yep, I went through those challenges. I'll tell you exactly how I went through them, how I overcome them. And I would set up live calls using a webinar or using a meeting software, and I used to do small groups of you know, five, six people. I would charge a monthly fee, and we would meet you know, once a month. You can meet twice a month, once a week if you want to. I remember doing once a week at some point. It's so valuable because it keeps people accountable. It helps people learn from each other. You know, the group coaching as a group, people hear what other people are going through and how 
they can uh, you know, improve and you give them advice and that advice could be applicable to them as well. You could do one-on-one coaching, which is also great. And again, it doesn't require any overhead. And one of the ways I got clients was I just blogged about different topics that I would be able to coach people on. People found me through Google. They saw that my rates were pretty reasonable, my group coaching and my you know, uh, one-on-one coaching. And I had those two options and people felt like, hey, if I can afford the one-on-one, I'll go for it. If they're on a budget, you know, the group coaching is a great, you know, a great uh, option for them. I believe my first group coaching call, I charged $3,000 for six months and it was once a week. So they got like 24 sessions for $3,000 and I offered payment plans and things like that. So it was very affordable for people. And I did multiple group sessions. I kept the group small, you know, five to six people. And hey, if you do, uh, you know, two or three group sessions a day, three or four times a week, that's a living. And to be honest with you, that was just like my bread and butter. It was easy for me because, hey, I taught for 13 years and that was just my strength. So if you love teaching people, if you feel like you love sharing with people, helping people, you know, coaching, consulting, it's a great, great way to start a business. Now, after I've just shared five ways to start a business today, you might be thinking, you know, thanks, Omar. That was great. But I'm not really feeling every single one of them. I'm not super passionate about any of them in particular. And I'm here to tell you, that's okay. You don't need to be passionate to get started. You just need to get started. I know that sounds like a really raw advice, but it's the truth. You just need to get started. You need to know what it feels like to be an entrepreneur. You need to become a better entrepreneur. You have to start the process and start learning from your experiences. A lot of these businesses that I shared with you that I've done, I didn't like get up in the morning every day and say, this is my calling. I enjoyed it actually because it was something new and novel. But I knew it was not what I was going to do for the rest of my life. It was just my, you know, launching pad. It's a way for me to get started. It's for me to know how it feels to make a dollar without a paycheck. Sometimes people overhype this whole idea of you have to do what you're passionate about. I'm passionate about being an entrepreneur. And this is the first step of me being an entrepreneur by just being an entrepreneur, by starting a business, by doing something today. So don't get caught up in that in your head. Just get started and do something, make some money, get some momentum, build a brand for yourself, build a name for yourself in whatever expertise you're in, in whatever genre you're in, whatever niche you're in. I didn't build WordPress websites for the rest of my life, but a lot of my clients bought my courses. They're $100 MBA members now. They're listeners of this podcast. You know, you evolve as an entrepreneur. You change, you improve, and that's normal. But you got to get started somewhere. So just get started. The whole point of today's lesson is to give you no excuse not to get started. You have to get started now. Even if you just see this as an exercise, as like a project you do in school to start a business, just so you could do it. Give it a good six months. Give it a year. These are great ideas you could do on the side while you're in a job. So go ahead and get started. All right, that wraps up today's lesson. And I promised you that I have a very special announcement and I'm so excited to share it with you. Come Monday, January 1st, 2018, that's only a few weeks away, about four four weeks away, the $100 MBA show is going back to daily. We're going to be publishing a new episode, a new lesson, Monday through Friday, five days a week. We can't wait for it because... I personally am so excited as the host of the show because I love the daily format and that's what the $100 MBA show was from the start when we launched it in August 2014. This last year, 2017, we transitioned to a weekly podcast. We gave it a try. We wanted to see how 
we would do with a longer episode format, but we've decided that The $100 MBA Show really is a short 10 to 15 minute show. And in order to give great value to our audience, we want to keep it concise, we're going to keep it short, and we're going to do it daily. So if you haven't hit subscribe, do it now. That way you don't miss any of our daily episodes come January 1st. We can't wait for that day. As you imagine, I'm already planning for it. We're already starting recording for these episodes. we got some great episodes coming up. Our Q&A episodes are coming back on Wednesdays where you can ask questions and I answer them on the air. Free Ride Friday is coming back where we give away a free ride to one of our programs. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. I can't wait. Hit subscribe and you'll get all the episodes automatically. All right, that's it for me today, guys. But before I go, I want to leave you with this. One of the things that holds you back from getting started is doubt, is fear, is these random thoughts that come to your mind. Like, okay, what if I build this website or this consulting business and no one shows up or no one buys my product or my services? And then you just stop dead in your tracks. Horrible move. Why? Because you could say that about any business. You have to get started. You have to build. And building that website or building that business so you can start bringing in clients is a great exercise in itself. That's how you learn. That's how you become a doer and not a thinker and a talker. Don't be one of those people that talks about all these businesses they want to start but never do. Start a business, even if it's not the business, so you can actually tell yourself and maybe even the rest of the world, I'm an entrepreneur. That's what I do. And for me, that was enough to get started. For me to be just amongst other entrepreneurs and say, hey, I'm an entrepreneur because I built my own business, even though it's small, it's a small consulting business, but I'm a business owner. And just to be able to say that, I felt I already won. I hope that helps and I hope to see you in our next episode. I'll see you then. Take care. Take care.